This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, Payne and Pendergast with you. Bobby Slowick, so far... Carolina and Washington reportedly have requested permission to speak to the Texans offensive coordinator when the time comes for them to be able to do so. They can do it over Zoom right now. They can't do anything in person until January 22nd. That's the day after the divisional round of the playoffs would end. Bobby Slowick met with the media for the first time yesterday since it was reported that their team's interested in interviewing him. Uh, here is his exchange with John McClain and Brandon Scott yesterday on that topic. Thanks, Wayne. Carl Barnes kind of reach out because of your relationship. How do you handle that? We asked to be for advice yesterday. How are you handling it? Are you ready to be a coach? Yeah, it's, it's really easy to handle right now. You know, we're locked in on, on Cleveland. You know, we're full speed ahead, kind of keeping our head down in the dark. That's, you know, all that stuff. I'm very grateful. You know, I'm thankful to the Lord for giving me this opportunity. I'm thankful to, to Nick and D'Amico and the Texans organization for putting me in this position. But, you know, right now I'm a Houston Texan. I'm part of this organization. I'm going to do everything I can to help us win Cleveland. And, like, everyone's energy right now in this organization is devoted to how do we play one more game? How do we keep just playing one more game? You know, we really have a, what I believe is a special group of individuals. I know like offensively, I, I got, there's guys in that room that I, I just can't imagine having to do this without right now, you know, and to really, as much as we can, just find a way to get four more games out of this. That's that's really all all of us are devoted to. So you're going to plan on taking all the interviews or are you going to? haven't even thought about it. Like I, I won't, I won't have much information for you guys. I, I'm being honest. Like it's just everything right now is on Cleveland. It's a good answer by Bobby Slowick. I believe him. Um, yeah. I there was if you go back and listen to McLean's question, he he dropped a second question in at the very end that I wish either he had used as a follow up to it or that someone else would have followed him. This is not me criticizing John or Brandon there, but he said, yeah, "Are you re- the, no 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 no?" The, the, he said, "Are you are you ready? Are you ready to be a head coach?" Um, was kind of the question. Play the very beginning, Ben, just in case people missed it at the beginning. Thanks, Wayne. Carl Barnes kind of reach out because of your relationship. How do you handle that? We asked to be a coach yesterday. How do you handle that? Are you ready to be a coach? How you handle? Because he answered how uh, you yeah. handling that. He answered yeah. how you handle that. But I would love to hear Bobby Slowick's answer to Are you ready to be a head coach? And it's yeah, yeah. And he said it's easy to handle because he's not doing anything at all with it. Which is um, yeah, we. He didn't answer that question. He didn't. Hmm. He did. He didn't. I don't think he. I don't know if he even caught that. He probably had his package. He had his package reply ready for in, sure. Immediately, no, you know, I, 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 he knew he was going to get that question. Absolutely no. Point. I don't think he dodged the question at all. Like yeah. I just think no, maybe. No, no, yeah, no. yeah. Like I, but I would love to hear the answer to it. You know what I mean? I'd love to see his his reaction to the question. You know, it's tough. You don't. I like. I. I really just feel my gut feel on this, informed by nothing at all, other than my gut feel, is that he's going to want at least a couple of years. 
of learning how to be an offensive coordinator and like learn all the lessons he can learn from this year. And then maybe just like D'Amico did it in his second year, then kind of attack the process of being a head coach. I think that if you go back to both D'Amico and Bobby Slowick's mentor in Kyle Shanahan or one of their mentors in Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan had had a, a few go rounds, you know, he was up in clear. I mean, he was with his father forever for one, like, as like the son to a head coach who was a head coach forever. Then he was with his father um, in Washington as an offensive. He ended up being the offensive coordinator in Washington, right? Yes, yes. Um, yeah, and then offensive coordinator in in uh, in Atlanta. Cleveland. Then offensive well, Cleveland first. Cleveland and then, first and with Manziel, right, right, right. So like he had several go rounds before he would have like I think before both the league started looking at him as a head coach candidate and maybe where he felt comfortable. And because of guys like Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay, these guys that at first, like I thought Shanahan's youth was holding him back. And then I think what ended up happening was that uh, guys just age better these days as coaches because I think they they take care of themselves better. Uh, they, and there's a whole lot less smoking and drinking than there used to be amongst mm-hmm. NFL coaches. So they just look better. I think a lot of owners look at guys who are 38 or 39 years old and I think they still see a young guy. Uh, and I think that actually hurt Shanahan for a little bit until he got his job. But he had a lot more experience than all those other guys did. Now, I think the guy that Slowick probably would really talk to more are the guys like LaFleur um, or uh, uh, McDaniel. Um, one other that I'm blanking on that only had one year of experience as a coordinator before they got the head coaching job. Uh, like, do they feel like they... if? All things being equal, they would have wanted a little bit more season. I don't know. Both those guys are pretty successful so far. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, yeah. like that's you know, like, I mean, granted, Lafleur had Aaron Rodgers, and uh, you know, McDaniel. I, you know, I say McDaniel's been successful. Like he's, they've been irrelevant. They made the playoffs last year. They've been a relevant team. It's not like they've torn through the postseason or anything. Kyle Shanahan, by title at least, was the OC here in 2008 and 2009. Yeah, I guess that was... Um, Kubiak was calling the plays, but I'm just saying, like, as far yeah. as title of OC goes, he wasn't calling plays. But I say all that to say that he had the title of offense coordinator at four different places over a nine-year period, Kyle Shanahan. Well, and I, you know what I would add to it, too? Like, McDaniel, Lafleur, um, I'm missing one more that worked under Shanahan. They were, they were also offensive coordinator in name, but it's Shanahan's show. Yeah. So with... with Slowick, I think he's actually got a leg up on a lot of those guys in that he's been like he's with a defensive minded head coach. The offense has been his deal, and he's had to do a lot more and had a lot more control and independence over the offense than any of those other guys did. Yeah, yeah. Um boy, and that's a lot of bread too, that if he gets offered a job that gets thrown out. I mean, that's at the at the very basic human primal instinct, the thing that we cannot ignore is Bobby Slowick is probably going to get offered a salary that is about eight times what he's making right now, yeah. guaranteed yeah. for a, at least a five-year period, if not more. Like that's, I could be ready for so many things right now for that much money. Yeah. You know, like, uh, hey, are you ready for this job? Oh, I'm pretty sure I am. Yeah, no, that's I'm, me, man, dude. I'm like, you, you and I are sitting here going, uh, he really should be, maybe another year, just to be sure he's going to do a really good job. Like, okay. Well, give it. You're an, you're an 18 year old kid, and like the most beautiful in the world, woman in the world, asks you to come back to her hotel room. Uh, are you going to tell her? I'm not sure. I'm quite ready for right, this. I'd right. like to practice my skills for a while. Yes. I, uh, you know what? I've only been at this a little bit. 
I've only had one year of experience. I honestly, yes. I'm going to wait until the time is right. <laughs> I know. So I feel like the Chargers are that woman, right? right. Like the Chargers are. Yeah. The Chargers are. They're the are, sexiest of all these seven right now. Yeah. Carolina is just some hag sitting at the end of the bar. <laughs> Look, some maybe pig. I'm, maybe I'll come back to you later, Carolina. <laughs> Four in the morning. Four in the morning. I got a bunch of credit card debt. Fine, I'll take the job. Okay. You're my slump buster, Carolina. <laughs> That's great. Um, I think the thing Slowick has going for him too, Seth, he's a he's a sellable candidate to a fan base. Like that, that's the we've been through we've been through hirings here where the candidates have not been all that sellable to the fan base. Slowick nor, nor sought after by other teams. by other teams. There's that too. <laughs> nor 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 the first the first entry that comes up on Google when you put their name in. David Cully. <laughs> David Cully, gym manager yeah, from Long Day, Island. Yeah, like yeah. Dave, I had three David Cully LinkedIn's be fair, before I got to this. I, to be fair, I spelled Cully wrong because okay. I had never heard of David Cully oh before. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, God, it's so much better now. It's so much better. <laughs> um, but I but I think Slowick is a is a very sellable candidate. First of all, as you pointed out to, to Nick the other day, <laughs> why does this guy have to be so damn engaging? I thought he was some bookworm. Um, yeah. Slowick, you know what, and Nick... Nick kind of like he was joking around. And he said like, "Well, that's what you, you know. We we had just talked about you know not trusting the reports here. That was actually from the Pro Football Focus guys who worked with him. Yeah, they had said um, they had said like, the the two guys of the podcast there. Damn it, I Palazzolo know is one of Thank them. Thank you, Sam Monson yeah. and Sam Monson. Okay. Whew. Boy, um, that's pretty good. Like, pull by me. I'm just gonna say, yeah, good job. They Thanks. talked about how you know Slowick probably really wasn't gonna like having to talk to the press and all that stuff. He gets up there and he's delightful. Uh, he is. So he, he is. got a smile. He takes like he he criticizes himself. He takes like he he thinks about the questions. He's just been he's been really really good in press conferences. Yeah, he he's he's been great. He's not Mike McDaniel, but I'd say he's better than Matt Lafleur, and he's got the pedigree. He's he he's, yeah. he, he he studied under the. The tree of Shanahan, and to your point, Seth, he's actually had the offense delegated to him in full uh, by a defensive coach. I think he's a very, very sellable candidate. I think if he, if he doesn't, if he's back with the Texans for a second year next year, then it's probably more likely that it's because he just chooses to take the Ben Johnson, D'Amico Ryan's approach and just put his name back in the hat a year later. Yeah. Than it is some team really. I think I, th- I think a team's really going to take a shine to Bobby Slowick once they they interview him. I, th- I think they I think they will. I think he's a very sellable candidate. Uh, well, I think so, some of the answers that he gives in um, press conferences, uh, you, the two things that impress me most are one, he just kind of he can talk in layman's terms about different trends in the league, about the way defenses are playing coverages, um, things like that. That. I think will be very appealing to owners in that they can kind of talk shop with him, but without sounding like he's talking down or anything, he really has a good way of, of putting things out in straightforward terms. But then the other thing is just that for a guy who you look at him and you know his background and it's tempting to think, oh, this is a super analytical dude. He really cares about the teaching side of things and forming a connection with the players and just finding the best ways to get them to understand the the why of what they're doing in a way that goes way beyond just the X's and O's. That's been I think that's a that's a key. And I think when 
when the owners talk to various candidates, it's not always that way. You know, you either got on one spectrum, you got the old school egomaniacal, like dictators. Yeah. And we're there. There is, they'll preach selflessness all day long, but meanwhile, they're the most self-focused people ever. Or then you got the other side of it, which is, you know, like hyper analytical, uh, new age, all of that, but they don't, they don't necessarily connect with the, the kids the way, honestly, Bobby Sloak does. And I did not expect that. Bobby Sloak looks like one of the kids. He connects that with maybe, them. That, he, maybe that's what helps. He looks like one of them. Here, here's that's like when, when Brandy worked with at-risk kids. That was one of her job requirements was like to kind of dress like a kid. You yeah. Know, like, so she seemed more relatable. Yeah. But it was, uh, yeah, yeah. Like that's, that's Bobby Sloak. He's, uh, he's supposed to look like one of the kids. Yep. Yep. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Um, if I were an owner interviewing Bobby Slowick, the question that I, the big question I would want to ask him, because we know that CJ Stroud's performance this year is a big reason the biggest reason why Bobby Sloak is getting this kind of buzz. If CJ mm-hmm. Stroud were struggling, I don't think Bobby Sloak is in the mix for all these jobs right now. I think I think that's fair to say. Yeah. My question that I would ask Bobby Sloak would be what what of CJ Stroud's performance this year were because of you? What did you do? We know CJ Stroud is supremely talented. What specifically did you do this year that made CJ Stroud so good? Right. You know? Yeah, without yeah, like you know, like listen, cut out the BS. Like, yeah, I understand it's a team game. I know that you're not trying to take it that this is us talking in this room. Tell me a story. Speak into the flower on my lapel. <laughs> tell yeah, tell, tell tell me a story. Tell, yeah, me, tell me a story. Tell me a story about a time where like yeah. we worked through something or what have you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um speaking of CJ Stroud, likely offensive rookie of the year. Ben, we have uh, Peter Schrager. Yeah, Peter Schrager. I don't know if Peter Schrager has one of the votes for Offensive Rookie of the Year, but if he does, guess who's getting it? My vote for Offensive Rookie of the Year is for a quarterback who came in and took his team from 3-13-1 to a division title in his first year. I'm going with C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud had one of the greatest rookie seasons we will ever see from a player in the NFL. That is not hyperbole. What he did for the team, what he did statistics-wise, what he did considering the talent around him, was just magnificent. And if you add in the fact that he had his haters, his doubters, and his naysayers going into this season, well, then it just makes it the perfect package. I'm putting my vote in right now. C.J. Stroud taking his team from irrelevance, from shame, from embarrassment, to the playoffs in his first year as quarterback. 
I just, boy, they got to get a different royalty free music bed there for the these royalty free music beds are just yeah <laughs> like uh, he could have been I'm popping back and forth for those that aren't watching on YouTube like yeah he could have been talking to the cavalry before they're about to charge and uh, you play that music underneath it and it's gonna ruin oh gonna you're ruin gonna get destroyed mood. yeah you're deserters <laughs> everywhere yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Horses this? Like, <laughs> riding away up into the woods. Fellas, <laughs> come back. Um, I agree with Peter Schrager for the record. He is the offensive rookie of the year. Shame. What did he say at the end? Shame, irrelevance, shame, and embarrassment is what What's he the, said to the Tex about the Texans. That's what he rescued them from. Irrelevance, shame, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think he was, I, I mean, like, there were times he's not far off, you know, but now time times are better now. Yeah. Times are way better now. The team's doing, you know the, doing things right. You know, the funny thing about the Shanahan tree is, and I know everybody, people get upset sometimes when I don't include Kubiak in that, especially with, like, Mike McDaniel and those guys who started off um, in, in Houston. I, I, the one part about that, Robert Sala, is that, like, I, I guess I go with Shanahan because Shanahan took the his father – and Gary Kubiak's offense and just really expanded on it and modernized it in a lot of ways. But yeah, it's the Kubiak. It's the Shanahan Kubiak Shanahan tree, really. Right. Right. It's the, yeah, it's the SKS. The SKS. Uh, the SKS, which that sounds like a nefarious organization. Um, <laughs> but the interesting thing about it is that there's, there's just about as many defensive guys as there are offensive guys by now you got Robert Sala yeah. you got D'Amico Ryans if you go over to the McVay side of things um you've got well you had Brandon Staley but uh, yeah he's got Brandon there's, Staley's been all over the place he's poured around with lots of people <laughs> he, yeah that was a dud that was a that was a dud for sure um B Scott's listening B Scott who asked the follow-up to McLean's question said I admittedly didn't realize John slipped that in there until you all replayed it B Scott I'm not criticizing you just so you know I mean, no, B. Scott. Not on air, at least. No, I stop it. I, uh, I, I, I always say that B. Scott asks the best questions at those press conferences. He knows that at the press conferences. (laughs) Somebody said that sounded like a really bad corporate video. (laughs) (laughs) The Schrager thing. Yeah. Okay, we we got to play it again in the next segment. We're up against it. Let's listen to it as a really bad corporate video in the next. I got to tell you, our HR videos. I wonder if they would mind if we played some of our HR videos to the to our listeners with the actors. I don't think, yeah, I love them. I do too. They, you know, they got, remember they went away from the actors for a little bit, but yeah. they've gone back to the skits. Yeah. I, I actually enjoy my HR videos. I do too. I love Bad Decision Guy in the, in the, yeah, robe the Bad with the Decision pajamas. Guy is awesome. He's yeah. Great. Yeah. He's fantastic. I bad do dis- feel a little bit profiled by almost every person that does eh. something bad on my HR eh. videos, but whatever. It's funny. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, uh, it's, I get it, but. <laughs> That's how they soften the blow. It really is, though. Like, the middle-aged white guy walks in, and you're like, oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> Whose ass is he going to slap? All right. What are you going right. to do? I'm just glad they provide those videos for us to remind me of these things. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I, was yeah. ready, I was ready to go around the office know, yeah. slapping all kinds of ass. Yeah. I don't know why I have to take so many more of them than you, though, <laughs> It's weird. It's I'm weird. Just, I'll, yeah. Like, Sean, you know Man. those seven videos you have to take and he noticed (laughs) and he noticed all right um so the coaching cycle is going on right now um and a few big names uh obviously stepped down in the last couple days bill belichick is out there now he is the one of the guys who stepped down the last few days i think is going to coach what if bill belichick were let go from the patriots last year when the texans had an opening what would today be like if it were 2023 that is next this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 